Welcome to episode one of the 222nuggets.com podcast. My name is Ken Mucha, your host. With each episode, I'll be sharing with you several proven real estate nuggets. I'm hopeful that with each episode, you can learn something new and unique that you can customize and apply to your current marketing needs that will help you grow your business. In this episode, I will be discussing three nuggets from 222nuggets.com website. Number one, the negative visualization technique. Number two, buyer inventory and neighborhood tips. And lastly, new construction buyer tips. Thank you so much for listening, and I always welcome your feedback and comments. Please let your fellow realtors know about the 222nuggets.com podcast. Let's get started. The first tip is the negative visualization technique. When you have a situation that is causing you stress in your life, there will always be various outcomes based upon your actions and others. When you use the negative visualization technique, the question you need to ask yourself is this, what is the absolute worst case scenario that will happen to both you and your client? Think about it and let it sink in for a bit. You may want to write this down. You really want to go to the place here that would be the absolute extreme. The next step is develop a strategy and outline on how you would deal with this absolute extreme in your head. Here's an example. The market and the economy tanks. The absolute extreme outcome is that you and your wife both lose your jobs, your house, your cars, and all your money. Now is the time to deal with this in your head. We will still have each other, two beautiful children, and two beautiful cats. We are both smart and capable of finding immediate new jobs, even if we are living under a bridge. The reality is it will never end up in the absolute worst case scenario. It is typically a situation that is very manageable for all parties, including yourself. Technique. If you let it linger and fester, it only gets worse in your mind. Prepare yourself for any difficult callbacks, but do it in a timely manner and never sleep on it because you won't sleep anyways if you wait for the next day. You will really be amazed at how much stress and relief it will provide you when you put yourself in the gutter of the absolute worst case scenario. Number two, buyer tips, buyer inventory, and neighborhoods. If you are a new agent, getting to know the market prices in the current inventory is a critical step to your success as an agent. Here are eight key points. Number one, know your inventory. Get to know and see all homes available and homes that go pending on a daily basis, as well as all of your neighborhoods extremely well. Number two, paint a picture. You should always have the ability to paint a picture for your clients, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Number three, no HOA dues and CCR restrictions. You should always have a good idea of HOA dues and restrictions for all neighborhoods. Number four, common buyer HOA questions. Here are a few things to keep in mind. What are the HOA dues? What do they cover? Is it a gated community? Can I park my RV on my property? Can I rent my house? Can I rent my house as a vacation rental? 30 days or less, and are there any pending HOA assessments? Number five, have quick access to HOA documents and CCNRs. Be ready and prepared through various resources and websites to locate these for your typical buyer questions. Practice using these sites 
So when you are stressed for time, you know where to look immediately. Number six, have expert knowledge of various neighborhoods. This may take some time and effort, but it will really pay off with big dividends. When your expertise and knowledge of an area wins out over another agent that has to call a client back several days later. Number seven, pay attention when showing homes. When you are previewing a house or you're with your clients, you can figure out some of these by being very observant. Example, if your client wants to park the RV on the lot and the neighborhood you're looking at has no RVs anywhere in sight, then there's a good chance that it is not allowed in this neighborhood. And lastly, number eight, show, show, show. New agents should find reasons to show as many homes as possible. I would not waste your time with MLS or agent tours. Find clients in your database that want you to preview a home for them and go do it. Take pictures of the house, yard, neighborhoods, and either send it through a YouTube link or Dropbox system. You will always have at least a shot at earning a sale and possibly gaining a client. You want to see as many homes and neighborhoods that you can on a weekly basis to increase your buyer home inventory and neighborhood knowledge. To summarize, know your inventory, paint a picture, know HOA dues and CCR restrictions, common buyer HOA questions be aware of, have quick access to HOA and CCR docs, have expert knowledge of various neighborhoods, pay attention when showing homes, and show, show, show. The last tip I'm going to discuss with you today is new construction buyer tips. Under 222nuggets.com, this is golden nugget number 28. Why should they hire you? Make sure your clients understand the importance of having a buyer specialist agent who works for them and not the builder. The on-site realtor at the model home works for the seller and not the buyer and will always put the seller builder's interest first over the buyer. Next, prepare your client for on-site listing agents to push for an offer. You will soon find out that agents who work for the builder will work hard to get you and your clients committed to putting your offer in writing. They know this is an emotional commitment that most buyers will continue to move forward with this transaction once they make their initial commitment. You will often see them encourage you to ask for several upgrades in your offer at the builder's expense as long as you write a full price offer. In reality, most builders will typically only agree to one to two additional upgrades or around five to 10,000 in free upgrades. This is a classic example of over-promising and under-delivering. You obviously need to be careful to not come across as a Debbie Downer and a negative Nelly, but it's critical to pair your client's expectations based on your past and current experiences. Next, Register your clients. Several builders will require you to be present when your clients visit the various model homes and register your clients with the builder. In some cases, you'll be able to register your clients without you being present online. Next, prepare your clients to pay for the asking price. Most large production builders will not budge on their asking price since they don't want to set a precedent for accepting a lower price. They want to keep their comps at the listed price and also don't want future buyers in a development to expect similar discounts. Next, provide alternatives besides price to sweeten the deal for your clients. Examples, ask for additional upgrades 
ask for additional personal property like refrigerator and washer and dryer. Ask the seller to pay for your client's closing cost. If you don't want to move right away and you're one of the first buyers in development, offer to rent your new home as the model home to the builder. The builder is able to provide upgrades and appliances at a contractor's price. So they're more likely are going to go for some of these requests. And more importantly, none of this will become public knowledge that can be used against the builder in future transactions. Next, expected earnest money and deposits. Prepare your clients to pay about 5% of the sales price in earnest money. In addition, they typically charge a non-refundable builder's fee between five dollars and $10,000. If your client adds additional upgrades, most builders will require 50% of this amount to be deposited into escrow as additional earnest money that is non-refundable. With this in mind, make sure your clients are really sure they wanna buy new construction homes since they could potentially lose between ten dollars and $20,000 just in deposits. Next, the model home with glossy listing pictures. What your clients see in the highly upgraded staged home is not what they're gonna get without paying for $1,000 in upgrades. Make sure you provide your clients with a detailed list of all the standard features and detailed list of the available upgrades. Next, the final selections and upgrade meeting. It's very important that you attend this meeting so you can properly advise them to any contract terms or offer advice for important upgrades they may want to perform that will help in resale and in the future. All of these upgrades and final selections should be clearly stated by the buyer and signed by both the buyer and seller in writing. Next, the dreaded new construction closing date. You're often buying a home that is either not completed or has not even started with a foundation yet. Most new home production builders will take about four to nine months to complete a home. This timeline can be longer and is widespread due to various factors. Here are a few examples. Weather, permit delays, active God, shortage of subs, and the number of homes the builders are trying to complete. I have found that most builders will not give you any guarantees due to the various factors that are out of the builder's control. Most builders will provide you with a 60-day notice of completion that will help your buyer's lender and your client's plan and coordinate what needs to be done for a successful closing. Next, the home warranty. Find out exactly what's covered in your home warranty and for how long. After closing, make sure your clients are aware that they may need to register with these various companies for the manufacturer's warranty to be valid. The builder's lender. The listing agent and the builder will push your clients hard to use their in-house lender. Don't automatically advise your clients just to use them. Provide them with a few other lender options to contact to compare terms and rates. Also, let your clients know ahead of time that some builders require that you get pre-approved with the builder's preferred lender. Your clients will not be forced to use them, but they may have to jump through a few hoops in order to buy a house from this builder. You should also ask the listing agent if there are any special offers, promotions, or contractual differences if your clients use the builder's preferred lender. One advantage is if your clients use the builder's lender, and this lender does not close on time, the builder's lender is more than likely going to pay for any late closing per diems. Regardless of who your clients use as their lender, it is critical to advise them to order the property appraisal early in the process, even if the house has not started. They can do the appraisal off of specs and plans and later complete their final inspection 
once they are notified the house has been completed. Next, attorney review. If you or your clients are uncomfortable with the builder's new construction contract, you should strongly urge your clients to obtain legal advice from a licensed real estate attorney. Next, home inspection. New homes are never perfect and will always have unfinished items and defects. It's very important to always highly recommend that your clients hire a licensed home inspector so they can provide the builder with a punch list of items to be completed prior to closing. When you schedule the inspection, make sure that the house is ready for the inspection and finished. This will save the inspector a lot of time and will also inform the inspector of all unfinished items in the report. Prepare your clients that the negotiations are different than your typical real estate sale since your clients already have a one-year builder's warranty and the builder will always have a home inspection clauses in their contracts on how they handle these negotiations. The builder's contract. Read the fine print. Most production builders use their own contracts that are very much different than your standard state approved contracts. In addition, they can be extremely worded, boring, and long. These contracts are written by attorneys and heavily favor the builder and not your clients. It is critical as their trusted advisor to read the fine print and every line on the contract. You want to make sure that you thoroughly understand everything so you can properly explain every section of the contract to your client. You can always write an additional addendum to the contract, changing any builder terms that you state will supersede the builder's contract to any major objections that your clients may have. It will then be up to the seller builder to counter or agree to these changes. Lastly, the final walkthrough and punch list. It's extremely important for you and your clients to attend the builder's final walkthrough or home orientation. The walkthrough is typically done a week or so prior to closing. Make sure you prepare your clients to take time off of work for this ahead of time as builders typically only schedule them Monday through Friday and during business hours. Thanks for listening to the very first episode of 222nuggets.com podcast. Please share this podcast with your fellow real estate agents and subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it gets released. As for now, I'm signing off and have yourself an awesome day.